0: Blue Notes on air. Join us as we chat with experts, analysts and commentators from the Asian region about business, culture and economics.
1: In the future you may choose to be doing your financial services through some of those sorts of services and of course the voice will play an important part of making sure that you are meant to be the the correct person who's doing that transaction.
0: Today, ANZ's Peter Dalton chats with Ted Dunstan, CEO of Biometrics on technology, voice ID, and the future of biometrics. We hope you enjoy the discussion. Hi everyone, my name is Peter Dalton. I look after customer experience and digital channels here at ANZ. And I've got with me today, uh, Ted, Ted Dunstan, who's the CEO of Biometrics, Biometrics. Bi- yeah, Biometics. Biometics. Biometrics. <laughs> uh, who And you guys are specialists in the field of biometrics in this country, is that right? We are indeed. Tell um, us a little bit about what you do.
1: So uh, we basically provide services for um, largely government but increasingly corporate clients around the use of biometrics. Uh, biometrics are... Um, an increasingly important uh, technology, but they are not always simple to set up. So we help our clients make sure that their biometric systems are set up and working accurately.
0: Yeah, and that's really the reason Ted and I are talking today is that ANZ is launching what we think is the first in this part of the world, which is the use of uh, voice biometrics, what we call ANZ's voice ID, to help people identify themselves on our digital applications and process high value payments. And Ted, you've been involved with this a little bit with sort of testing and sort of setting up the system. Can you tell us a little bit about how you see biometrics sort of becoming more mainstream or more used uh, across different industries today? Where else other than banking do you see this sort of stuff happening?
1: Yeah, well, as I mentioned, there's a lot of uh, work that's actually gone on in government in Mm. this area, Um, and two big voice um, applications which are used inside government. Um, One has been used for many years uh, with um, uh, Department of Human Services for welfare recipients. Mm -hmm. They are able to ring up and register, which saves them having to sit in a queue and go through um, a lot of waiting time to revalidate their identity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other application is with the Australian Tax Office, that has also had a very successful large scale rollout of a voice mm-hmm. system. Um, but it's very exciting to see ANZ moving in this space and, and innovating because um, there's gonna be a lot more of that uh, type of innovation using biometrics in the
0: financial services area in the future. Yeah, when you think about it, if you go back a number of years, I mean, when people deal with banks and even governments over the phone, it generally tend to be a lot of tedious questions. You know, your tax file number or your bank number and your date of birth and maybe your address and all those things. And all of that is about trying to, for us to ascertain that before we sort of do something for a customer or divulge information, that we're dealing with the person who we think we're dealing with. Is that really what the main use case for biometrics these days going forward, is a way to uh, identify the person that we're sort of talking to or dealing with over a a digital channel? Is that where you see it sort of at the moment?
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, it provides two uh, really strong um, uh, values. One is convenience, Mm -hmm. because it's a lot simpler uh, and a lot quicker to um, use a biometric. Than it is to be able to remember a pin or have to carry something else that you identify with. Yeah. Um, and the other the other value is basically around um, security. Uh, you can't when you have a password, you could write that password down, or yeah. somebody could overhear it. With a voice, it's a lot harder for somebody else to be able to pretend to be you.
0: Yeah. And how hard is it? Can I just sort of, you know, pretend to like some of the really good comedians do, mimic someone else's sort of voice and and you know, hey presto, all of a sudden I sound like Malcolm Turnbull?
1: Yeah, so what, what we hear as a voice is um, different from what the machine hears as mm-hmm. a voice. The, when the computer is listening to your voice, it's listening to uh, the various things that make your voice unique. So there are various physical structures inside your um, throat that actually create the resonance, which is your voice. Mm-hmm. And even if you're mimicking somebody else's voice, those structures are still there. So even though you're quite a good mimic, um, that doesn't mean that you can successfully mimic
0: somebody else. Yeah, so uh, it's sort of, my my voice is almost unique to me, a bit like my fingerprints are unique to me, is that
1: right? Yes, Um, there's different degrees of uh, distinctiveness I Mm -hmm. prefer to use rather than uniqueness. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, your voice is um, very distinctive for you and is a very good way of identifying um, who you are.
0: Yeah, okay. And can you talk about any organizations uh, that you've seen around the world that might be using or sort of heading in the direction of using these sorts of solutions for customers as well?
1: Yeah, so uh, as I mentioned, there's a lot of work which is going on globally in the use of biometrics for the financial services Mm. sector. Um, Many people will have biometric solutions on their mobile phones at the moment through fingerprint recognition. Um, In other countries, they use Um, vein recognition in order to access banking services and ATMs. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think one of the things that will happen in the future is there's an increasing um, amount of technology that's being put into mobile phone platforms which will be able to be used for uh, biometric verification. So not just your fingerprint. Not just your voice, but your face and other sorts of biometrics as well. That's important too, because one of the things that you always need to be thinking about with biometrics is the vulnerability aspect. Mm. And how could somebody defeat that? You mentioned mimicking previously. Well, if we're looking at face recognition, what about somebody just holding up a photograph? Yeah, And um, so technology uh, that comes out that's going to do an effective job at... um, biometric accuracy also needs to look at how um, it can defeat anybody trying to bypass the security.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're also seeing a lot of innovation um, in the world around voice in general with things like uh, the Google Google Now Mm. and Amazon's Echo. And I think Apple are releasing their HomePod or something built on Siri sort of later this year. And those things allow you just to use your voice to sort of ask a simple sort of question or a quirky question. Do you see uh, those things uh, sort of getting more advanced in the future and using biometric sort of techniques as well? Yeah, indeed.
1: Um, The versions of all those products will be using biometrics. Um, The Amazon version I think already does. And basically, um, obviously if you are talking to a device, that device needs to know who you are. Mm. Um, And in fact, there was a a funny anecdote um, around the original version of the Amazon product where um, an advertiser basically tricked Amazon into ordering stuff. So when the ad came on the television, it basically talked to the device. And so obviously you need to make sure that whoever's giving a command to one of these sorts of devices is the correct person.
0: Ah, and that's where biometrics would come in.
1: Correct, because that's identifying who you are.
0: Mm. So instead of your f- six-year-old child saying, hey Siri, can you order me a pizza, um, that just kind of know, you know who it's sort of dealing with, if you know what I mean.
1: Absolutely. And, and indeed, uh, to bring it back to financial services, in the future, you may choose to be doing your financial services through some of those sorts of services. And of course, the voice will play an important part of making sure that Mm. you are meant to be the, the correct person who's doing that transaction if
0: you look a little bit further forward where do you think this technology and even as it relates to banking or have you might be able to go in sort of three to five years sort of time
1: i, I think we, we we're out at that turning point where the technology is starting to appear more and more in mobiles in various ways and um, for those of you who use a biometric on your mobile you almost forget about the fact that you have some form of biometric on there. Mm. It should be passive in that sense. Mm. Things around you just know who you are and will let you use them in a secure manner. And so um, things like your uh, office, when you come into your office, you most people have a swipe badge that they need to use to get in to get access. Those sort of things will become biometrically enabled. Um, your car, um, your house, Uh, There will be all sorts of places where at the moment you need to provide your proof of identity um, that will become, uh, where things will become a lot easier, a lot simpler.
0: So what you're saying is things like keys and cards and passcodes and pins and one-time SMSs and all those sorts of things are sort of on their way out and increasingly a lot of our solutions will more look to know who we are when we go to our office or log onto our PC or use our bank. Is that sort of where you see this going? That's
1: absolutely correct. But I I do think it's important to point out that um, biometrics are just part of the solution to that Mm -hmm. problem. They're not the entire chain of solution. Mm -hmm. It also relies on smart devices and other layers of security, Mm -hmm. which are part of the picture. And I think sometimes um, it's important to remind people when they look at biometrics to realize that biometrics are a really important part of tying uh, identity and security together, but they, are part, they work in combination with all of the other parts of the security picture.
0: There's been a little bit of media recently about biometrics where, what if someone could record my voice on their phone or another device, or use a computer to pretend to mimic my voice? Does that pose a challenge to these sorts of systems?
1: Um, so in short, it does pose a challenge but there are technology solutions at the back end that are able to help pick up where you've used a recording and also pick up where synthetic voices are being used. Um, uh, Referencing my earlier answer though, it's important to understand that the biometric sits as part of a context in the transaction, which means that it's not just about the detection of those Mimicking or synthetic voice, it's about the whole package of of security.
0: Yeah. So in our particular case, you know, for us to, for you to do a high value payment on our mobile channel, you need someone's phone, you possibly need their fingerprint, you need their PIN, and you need their voice. So it's that combination of things together that make it sort of, uh, you know, trustworthy to use. Is that right? Correct. And that sort of leads me to my last question is, you know, you're an expert in the field of biometrics, and whatever, can people put their confidence in these sorts of solutions? Are they sort of safe, if you like, for people to, uh, to use, for, to access their phone or their banking or to make a payment, et cetera?
1: Yes, um, so the technology has come a long way. Um, it certainly has been under development for over 30 years now. And so there's been a lot of maturity which has happened over that time in terms of improving security. But no security system is infallible. um, And it's important that people take normal precautions associated with how they use any security system. But modern biometric systems have a lot of security and safeguards and are part of an embedded layer of security, which means that um, uh, consumers can have a good deal of trust when they see a large brand using biometrics, that, mm. that, that those biometrics will be secure and handled well.
0: Mm. That's great to know. And we really appreciate your company's assistance sort of looking at our biometric implementation because this is the first time we've done it. And as we mentioned before, we think one of the first in this part of the world uh, in sort of helping us sort of get it set up and sort of fine tune. So thanks very much for your help over the last sort of few months. We mm. really appreciate it. My pleasure. All right. Thanks everyone. Thank you for listening to Blue Notes on Air. Blue Notes on Air was produced by the Blue Notes editorial team with music by Kevin McLeod. Blue Notes is a publication of ANZ Banking Group.